Welcome back to the OU's Mission Yomis. My name is Jack Abramowitz. We are continuing our studies in Masechus Megillah. Today we will be concluding the first chapter and beginning the second chapter. So chapter 1, Mishnah Yud Aleph, Mishnah 11 says, Ein Bain Shilo Yerushalayim. We're still continuing our series of Ein Bains, things that are like each other except for one critical difference. So there's no difference between Shilo, where the Mishkan stood, or, or there's no difference between Shilo when the Mishkan stood there, and Yerushalayim. Elisha Shilo, Ochlim Kadshim Kalim, Umaiser Sheni Bechol Haroe. Except in Shiloh, you could eat sacrifices of a lighter degree of sanctity and second tithe any place you could see the Mishkan. But Yerushalayim, when the, the temple was built there, these things had to be eaten inside the city walls. But in either place, the sacrifices of the greater degree of sanctity had to be eaten within the enclosures of the Mishkan or the temple courtyard. And uh, Shiloh, when the uh, Mishkan was destroyed, people could go back to sacrificing on Bamos, on private altars that they themselves made, but Yerushalayim, after the temple, after the Beis Migdash was destroyed, we could not resume offering sacrifices on private altars. A quick look in the Bartonuro. Bechol HaRoe, they could offer sacrifices from any place you could see. Bechol Mokam Sheyachol Liros Misham Es Shilo. Actually, not just any place that you could see the Mishkan, but any place you could see Shilo. Yesh Achareha Heter, after Shilo was destroyed, there was permission. Keshechar Bashiro Hutra Habamos. After uh, Shiloh was destroyed, people could go back to offering on private altars. That's the end of chapter 1. Now we continue immediately with the first Mishnah in Parak Bays. We're resuming our discussion of reading the Megillah, and it says, If someone reads the Megillah out of order, he has not fulfilled his obligation. So if someone reads chapter 1 and then skips to chapter 3 and says, Oops, and goes back and reads chapter 2, doesn't work. Kara al if someone read from memory, he didn't read it from a from a book. Kara targum, if someone read it in translation, bechol lashon in any language, lo yatsa, he does not fulfill his obligation. Aval korinoso leloazos belaz, but you can read it in a foreign language to people who only understand that language. Vahaloes shishama ashuris yatsa, but if someone who doesn't speak Hebrew hears it in Hebrew, he fulfills his obligation. Bartonuro. Hakoreas ha-megillah lemafreya lo yatsa. If someone read the Megillah out of order, he has not fulfilled his obligation. Dechsiv v'hayamim ha-ele nizkarim v'nasim. It says, these days should be remembered and performed. This is a quote from the ninth chapter of Megillah Sester. Ma'asiyas hayamim i-efshel lemafreya. Just as the days cannot be performed in in a different order. They can't be done out of order. For example, the 15th can't come before the 14th. It just can't be done. Similarly, the remembrance, which is in the same verse, it says that these days should be remembered and done, so we remember it by reading the Megillah, that also can't be done out of order. If somebody read it verbally, from memory, he has not fulfilled his obligation. 
Nizkarim, it says here that we should uh, remember, Uksiv Hasam, and it says in Sefer Shemos, Kasuv Zos Zikron Basefer, write the remembrance in a book. So we see that when it tells us for a remembrance, it means that it has to be written down. Karatargam, Bechol Lashon Lo Yatsa, if someone read in translation in any language, he does not fulfill his obligation. Hachika Amar, this is what it means to say, Ivri Shakaratargam, Veeno Maven Beloshon Targam, O Bechol Shar Lashon, Sheeno Maven Lo Yatsa. If a person who speaks Hebrew hears it in Aramaic or in any other language that he doesn't understand, he does not fulfill his obligation. But presumably if it is a language he understands, he does fulfill his obligation. But you can read it to people who speak other languages in their language. It has to be a language they understand, so you can't read it in French to a person who speaks German. And it has to be written in that language. Why? Because you're not allowed to read it by memory or verbally. So if I have it in Hebrew and I'm telling you the story in English, then I'm saying it verbally. So you've got to actually be doing it from a text in the proper language. And a person who doesn't speak Hebrew, who hears it in Hebrew, fulfills his obligation. Greek would be the same as Hebrew for the purpose of this mitzvah. But that version of Greek has already been lost. You may recall we discussed in the first chapter the acceptability of Greek for the Megillah. But the current Greek we have is not the Greek that we discussed. It's been forgotten. As we said earlier. That is the end of the first Mishnah in the second chapter. Join us tomorrow. We will be continuing with Mishnayas Bez and Gimel.